0: That's my song, man. Travis Scott. That's my guy, though, Travis. I'll listen to Travis anything. That's my favorite artist. Eh, favorite rapper. Uh, artist all time would be Usher. Um, but anyway, what's up, y'all, man? It's your boy, KJ. Man, how alright I'm going to stop. Uh, how y'all doing, man? What's up, man? Welcome back to KJ's Corner, bro. Hey. We go, I'm gonna I'm going to get to a point where I'm not even going to say the title of the, of, of the podcast. I'm going to just say it, because, or I'm going to just come on and speak, because y'all going to know, y'all going to know that this is KJ's Corner. I got the, I got the whole setup and everything. Uh, why I say this? Why I sound so confident? Because your boy is now iTunes certified, man. You heard that correct. I'm iTunes certified. Check on iTunes, look up uh, Growing Podcasts. Look up KJ's Corner, corner with a K, and you'll find me right there. Like the nice little logo has a basketball on it, has KJ's Corner. And even uh, next to it, it says Harden and T-Mac, and I put that because, you know, uh, I'm a Rockets fan. And uh, T-Mac's my all-time favorite player. James Harden's my current favorite player. Rockets are my favorite team. and But, yeah, anyway, nah, man, your boy is iTunes certified, man, so look me up. This is episode two, um, by the way, there's, there's another podcast on my podcasts, um, titled episode two. Do not listen to that one. Um, <clears throat> I mean, if you want to go ahead, it's pretty terrible. It's actually, uh, um, it was actually like a test run that I did not mean to upload to iTunes. Um, it actually got uploaded with the episode one, which is the real episode, um, And yeah, I'm trying to take it off of iTunes, but there's a whole process. Basically, you have to take down the whole podcast itself in order for you to take off one episode of your podcast. I'm just like, yes, that's too much work because, I mean, it it takes 24 hours after you upload your podcast to iTunes for them to review it and then put it on iTunes. Um, 24 is what they say. Uh, It takes probably about 48 hours. Um, But anyway... Uh, check me out, man. Your boy is iTunes certified. I'm also on SoundCloud. I'm a SoundCloud artist. Lil Uzi Vert. Uh, uh, what's that? What's Little Pump? Nah, JK. But yeah, I'm on SoundCloud. Uh, it's the same thing, KJ's Corner. Um, that one just has the one episode. But, but yeah, man, I am officially iTunes certified. Look me up, KJ's Corner. Anyway, like I said, this is strictly a sports podcast. Um, me being a basketball player, you know, I'm gonna lean towards basketball. Basketball is always in the news. I mean, the most prominent NBA or most prominent athletic faces in this country are basketball players. I mean, everyone knows LeBron. Everyone knows Steph. Everyone knows KD. Um, I mean, they're pull their clout is monumentally bigger than NFL, which, you know, maybe, like, the the country's uh, favorite sport, um, the NFL, um, America's game, I guess, but they don't... I mean, I think Odell is the only, like, guy you would say, like... If you think of the NFL, you think of Odell, right? Like, if you think of the NBA, you think of, like, all the names I said, LeBron, Steph, KD, like, there's so many... All these guys have pool and clout and everything, so... Uh, this podcast is mainly gonna be about sports. Uh, mainly gonna be about basketball. Um, but I mean, I I'm a, I'm am I'm a dip into you know football. Uh, maybe talk about baseball. I mean, what's there to talk about? Uh, what's the name? Steve Manfred. If if I said the the name wrong, I'm I'm really sorry because this is supposed to be a, a official. But uh, the M O B um, uh, the MLB, uh I'm losing it. Uh commissioner uh basically i mean they they got a cba done and everything or they they're leaning towards the cba getting done and all that but they haven't uh ruled out a possible return of the mlb season so what's there to really talk about about baseball i mean nothing really happening i'm i'm ne- i've never really been too much into you know mls i mean uh zlatlan i just i, I knew i butchered that he's gone he left uh back to europe um So the MLS isn't really like popping like that no more. Um, but if I, if I have some soccer news, there's some big soccer news I'll bring. I'll talk it. I'll talk about it. I mean, I I enjoy, I enjoy watching the world cup and Neymar, um, with Brazil and everything. I I like Cristiano Ronaldo. He's like the, the Kyrie of, of soccer in the sense of skill. Like he's the most skilled player in soccer. Um, Kyrie, I think I would say this is the most skilled player in basketball. Um, but Cristiano Ronaldo, you know, the, the way he works the ball with his feet, I mean, that's, just, that's just, that just seems like weird to me. You're not supposed to do that. Like you're supposed to be able to use your hands and dribble a ball and throw a ball and stuff like that. But the way he shifts defenders with his feet, that's crazy, right? But anyway, like I said, if, if, if there's soccer news, I'll talk about it. Um, I'm i I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sort of a hockey fan. Um, haven't caught up with it lately, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Blackhawks fan, Chicago Blackhawks. Um, I like them. I enjoy them. Um, I mean, again, like I said, I'll, I'll talk about baseball. If there's any baseball news, my favorite team is the Cubs. I'm a huge Chris Bryant fan, my favorite player in the MLB. Um, but yeah, it'll be, it'll be mainly about basketball, football. I mean, I know all about that. Uh, golf, if there's some golf stuff to talk about, um, but in any case, um, this will mainly be about basketball and since we're on the subject of basketball, I know some of you guys, you know, keep in touch with, um, Bleacher Report, um, Bleacher Report, like, uh, Center, ESPN, uh, but Bleacher Report is, like, the main, um, It gives you everything. They talk about kicks, football, uh, gaming, BR gaming. um, Or not BR gaming, but, uh, you know, the the, the sport gaming. So, like, the 2K as a sport league. uh, You got uh, e-games or whatever, all that stuff. Um, They talk talk about everything. Bleacher Report. That's that's where I get my sports information from. And, uh, you know, I feel like a lot of these stuff, like Bleacher Report, um... House of Highlights, well, not even House of Highlights. That, that's more highlights, but Bleacher Report, ESPN, Sports Center, um, they all pander towards you know b- basketball. And, I mean, basketball is a really big uh, global sport. I mean, it's very popular out here and very popular across the, uh, in you know, in the world. Um, so you know, they're always posting stuff about basketball. And there was this post this morning that I was just like. You know, they do this stuff on purpose to like make us talk about it. There's no way that these so-called air quotes experts know about all this stuff that it like know about all this stuff or think this stuff um that they post. And and this is what I'm regarding, uh, and this is what is it is in regards to what I'm talking about. Um via Bleacher Reports uh Grant Hughes, um he put out a <laughs> <clears throat> this is crazy. He put out the Goat um, at Every Height Award. Uh, every height. It wasn't an award. It was mainly like, a, like a, uh, uh, a post or whatever. But his opinion or whatever. The NBA Goat at Every Height by Grant Hughes. And at six foot and under. This was the first blunder of the post. At six foot and under was... Isaiah Thomas, not Detroit Pistons bad boys, Hall of Fame Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas, former superstar for the Celtics, two-time all-star, one-time you know, MVP candidate, um, put up damn near 28 a game at one point and led the Celtics to the conference finals, I think, two seasons. He was there. They put him as the GOAT of all players that are six foot and under. Um, now, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll go through, we'll go through it. Um, so at six foot and under was Isaiah Thomas, current Isaiah Thomas at six foot, uh, soaking wet, <laughs> uh, pound for pound, the best player to ever play the game. I would say Alan Iverson. I wasn't mad about that one. I, I could see that one. Alan Iverson. John Stockton went at 6'1 was the next GOAT. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not mad. I mean, John Stockton is a Hall of Famer and was a player for uh the the Dream Team. So I mean you can't get mad at that. Who who can you argue against for John Stockton? That was one that was 6'1. At 6'2, Jerry West, which I didn't know. I didn't know I thought Jerry West is kind of tall actually. Um I thought the logo was about 6'4, but Jerry West at 6'2. All time great, yeah. I guess you could say so. I think he was what one in one, I'm um, what one in nine in the finals or something like that. He won one finals in as many trips as he went. No slight on him, he, he had to go against really good Celtics teams and stuff like that. But Jerry West at 6'2 was the GOAT for players so every ever played in the NBA at 6'2. He was the GOAT. Steph Curry 6'3. I can't argue that one. Uh, I, I mean, I can't really think of – I know CJ McCullum is 6'3". Come on now. Uh, he's a bucket, but he's not Steph Curry. Uh, Dame is 6'3", but it's Dame. You know, he hasn't won anything. He hasn't done anything. I mean, he's an all-star. He Perennial all-star. He's a bucket getter. Not over Steph. Um, I'm pretty sure Gilbert was 6'3", but we're not about to – I mean, Gilbert's career lasted for like – six really solid years. I mean I'd give him seven. Um and he was you know, he only had like he had a couple all star appearances and there was one year he was like lights out but not Gilbert. Darren Williams was six three, but come on now. Um I mean I don't really know a Rondo Rondo I'm sure Rondo's like six two, six three. He's in that realm. Rondo's pretty pretty uh He's toned, so I think it makes him look taller about. 6'3", Steph Curry. I'm not arguing that one. Steph is is a revolutionizer of the game, and he's an all-time great. So you got to put Steph there. 6'4", Dwayne Wade. I can't argue that. Uh, I mean, who, who am I going to put over Dwayne Wade at 6'4"? He's uh, apparently, well, no, he apparently at 6'4 uh, is the all-time leader in – Blocking in uh, block shots. So at 6'4 at a guard, he's the all time block shots leader. Um, and I'm looking at these pictures actually, and I, I just looked in the back of Dwayne Wade's picture that they posted with him on Bleacher Report. You can look at it. Um, D Rose is behind him. Um, D Rose, you all know, you know, D Rose was the MVP. He he took one from LeBron, 2011, uh, led the Bulls to the to the. Eastern Conference Finals and he for so would be here. Um definitely. You know what? Westbrook is six three. Now that I think about it, Russell Westbrook is six three. Um you you could nah nah not over Steph. Come on, KJ, he's smarter than that. Westbrook is six three. I think Derek Rose is six three, but I mean, career-wise to to Steph, you can't you can't change that. But all right, I digress back to six four. Dwayne Wade. I can't I can't think of anybody else who's better than Dwayne Wade at 6'4 to ever play the game. Um, so we don't keep that there. I mean, could we argue what Joe Dumars was like 6'4? You could put that there. Um, not over Dwayne Wade, but Joe Dumar's was 6'4. Um you can't really think of all time if you think of all-time shooting guards, like I think the range, the 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 range from shooting guard I mean, it's changed over the years, but Dwyane Wade was a shooting guard for sure. Um, Like 6'4 to 6'7, I guess, would be considered shooting guard height in the NBA. Um, So Dwyane Wade, if you look at the all-time greatest shooting guards ever played the game, I think the list for sure goes Mike at first, Kobe at two, and then Dwyane Wade number three at three, which makes sense. 6'4, Dwyane Wade, no one's over him at that point, at that position. At that height, excuse me. um, 6'5", was James Harden, my guy, the the lefty, the best lefty to ever play the game. Oh, KJ, you just said that. Did you really say that? David Robinson, come on now. Nah, uh, James Harden, I think it for sure is the best um, lefty guard to play the game. I mean, Manu is a two-time All-Star, has four... Four, five rings, I think, maybe less, maybe three. I'm not too sure. Um, but Manu is a hall of famer, um, and he's but he's six six. So as they count, but James Harden, I mean, well, in regards to when I when I'm talking about lefties, James Harden might be the best lefty to play the game. Uh, I mean, he, I, I would say the most skilled. Um, Chris Bosh is really good, obviously. I mean, Isaiah Thomas is good. Um, um, David Robinson, all-time great. Come on, Al. Um, I know I'm missing somebody, a really good lefty. But James Harden, at 6'5", I can't think of anybody else at that position all-time who's better than James Harden. Um, And no bias. Like, I'm not trying to, you know, agree um, with this just because I'm a Rocket fan and a Harden fan. But at 6'5", like, who else is there all-time... Uh, was better than Harden. I mean, you could say Clyde Drexler, I guess, if I don't, I don't know if Clyde the Glide was 6'6" six, six, or 6'5" six, or 6'6". Six, six. I'm pretty sure he and Jordan had the same build. Um but no, nah, I, I think I think James Harden deserves the GOAT award at 6'5". Um and then this is where the list starts getting kind of like ah, uh, they just want us to talk and talk about this. So At 6'6", the litmus test of the NBA great player is Michael Jordan. Everybody is trying to chase Michael Jordan. Everyone wants to be Michael Jordan. Everybody wants to surpass Michael Jordan. So Michael Jordan, whatever height he was listed at, he was for sure going to be the GOAT of that position because everyone considers him the GOAT. He's the GOAT. Um, So at 6'6", Michael Jordan... Uh, Me and my friends always joke about the watching the last dance and uh, we, we we play 24 or 21 all the time at the park and uh, pick up games and stuff. And uh, we always joke around about how some, some of our colleagues, or colleagues, look at me. Some of our friends are a bunch of Scott Burrells. It's a, it's not a slide on Scott Burrell. He's an NBA player. He made it to the NBA and everything, but uh, how Mike treated him his, his rookie year was just so funny watching the last dance. Like, Hey Scott Burrell, man, make the free throw so we can go home, ho. Like, like Michael was crazy. Um, but if you call someone a Scott Burrell, you basically just roasting them. Um, so in the picture of Michael on here, Scott Burrell's in the back, which is funny. But at 6'6, he has Michael Jordan for sure, is the goat of 6'6 six, six people and of the NBA. Um and then ah <clears throat> oh, man, six seven. I mean, I'm not mad about it, but it's like with I'm pretty sure Kobe Bryant was an inch taller than Mike. I think he had like like Kobe was always one up of Mike. He uh not rings wise, but um all-star appearance wise, I think defensive uh team wise, you know, all NBA team-wise. Um scoring wise he passed Michael on the scoring list uh he wore number 10 um in uh, in in USA basketball Michael wore number nine um uh Kobe was 24 Michael was 23 uh I mean everything Kobe did I mean he idolized Mike and and virtually turned himself into Mike on the court um, in his game and his play um, and, and his his uh you know his, his uh ideology and you know his 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 aggressiveness, but I'm I'm pretty sure Kobe was a foot not a foot I'm like, come on that's too tall an inch taller than Michael which would make him six seven now on Wikipedia and everything it listed Kobe at six I don't know I'm pretty sure Kobe was taller than that but the fact that Kobe's not on this list in general especially around this area six five and six Eight or whatever. It just it just irks me. Like I think that that's where the argument happens, and and I'm not mad about Ka- like Kawhi is going to be a great. Kawhi's is already established himself as a great in the of this game. He's going to be in the Hall of Famer if you were to retire right now. He'd be in the Hall of Fame, um, first ballot. But a six seven over Kobe, which I'm pretty sure who I'm pretty sure was about six seven. Uh, especially like with shoes on, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty positive that uh, you know, Kobe should have got that one at six seven. Kawhi can wait. Kawhi's a goat right now, but he could have waited. Uh, we move 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 on. Uh, six eight. Scottie Pippen. Um, I mean, at one point, LeBron was listed at six eight. Uh, I think Carmelo was listed at six eight. Um. Uh, Tracy McGrady was listed at 6'8 or is 6'8. Um, but, I mean, Scotty has the rings, the acumen, the the dream team, everything. You can't get mad at Scotty, who's the best. I mean, not only just the best Robin, but he's one of the best players of all time. So, I mean, you can't really hate at 6'8 Scotty being the GOAT right there. Um, and then, yeah, uh, you know. This year, this uh, 2020 season of the NBA, they they really got realistic on, you know, players' heights. Um, so people got shorter than they should have been or taller than they were listed as. Um, so LeBron realistically came out at 6'9". Um, and I say that because at 6'9", that was the GOAT award given to LeBron. LeBron is listed at 6'9". No other player in NBA history at 6'9 is better than LeBron. I mean, again, we can argue Magic because Magic was a 6'9 point guard. Uh, I mean, we're not about to put Paul George over LeBron James. Come on now. But Paul George is up there. Unless he's, like, unless he's 6'10, I don't really know what Paul George is. He's about 6'9, 6'10. He's just very lanky. So you can't really tell. But LeBron got the 6'9 award. I don't think that's... That shouldn't even be an argument because LeBron is like considered of our generation the goat, and people have been trying to put him over Mike in the comparisons. I mean, if the season kept going, uh, LeBron definitely would have because uh, he passed Kobe for third. Um, and so LeBron, I, well, if he keeps playing beyond next season and and everything, he could eventually pass. Uh, I think uh, uh Kareem to be to be real with you, I think he's only five or four thousand points less away f- or away from uh Kareem all time scores. So, I mean, I think he's gonna pass Malone. Give him two, uh, give him number two. I think he's. I'm pretty sure he's the number one all time playoff scorer. Uh, LeBron's been in the playoffs, uh, every single year besides two seasons: his rookie season and his last season with the Lakers. Um, so, he's made every single playoffs and has never lost in the first round, by the way. Um, so, he's always been playing in the playoffs. So, he's always scoring. He's, he, I think he averages about 27 in the playoffs um, uh, in his career. So, I'm pretty sure he's the all time leading scorer in the playoffs. I can look that up. I mean, if I'm lying, I'm lying. This is national, or this is a, this is an official podcast now. iTunes, shout me out. Um, but LeBron at 6'9, GOAT, for sure. No other player at 6'9 is better than him. Um, I'm pretty sure, see, and this is, I mean, again, this is what I'm talking about. I'm looking at the list, I'm just like, bro, because I don't remember them saying Bill Russell was ever 6'10. I heard Bill Russell was about 6'9 and just very long and athletic. So he, at 6'10, Bill Russell is considered the 6'10 GOAT. Um, okay, the most rings of all time, I'll give him that. Um, I mean, a champion with the ball, uh, he, he, he is the Boston Celtics. I mean, if you think of Boston, like if you think of Boston Celtics all time, great, or like Boston Celtics as an organization, you th- I think you would think Bill Russell, or I would hope you think Bill Russell. He is, he is the Celtic. Um, he is the Celtic. Um, so I guess Bill Russell makes sense at 6'10". I just don't remember him being listed at 6'10". I remember him being 6'9", or whatever. Um, But in any case, he is the 6'10 GOAT. Um, I thought, you know, Chris Boss could have been there or um, Carl Malone, who is not on this list. Um, Carl Malone, I think, was about 6'10 or 6'11. He could have been on there. Um, Unless he was 6'9, I don't even know. Uh, But, man, they're just playing some of these players, man. I mean... I can't slight Bill Russell. Bill Russell is definitely an all-time great. He has the most rings of any player to ever play the game. He has rings as a coach. Um and he's I mean, he's he's just the, the epitome of winning in the NBA. Um so Bill Russell at 6'10 go makes sense. I guess we'll move on. And then this is the this this was this is the the argument right here. This is one of the arguments, I guess you could say so. Tim Duncan, uh, considered the all-time best power forward. Consider, for sure. I'm not going to disagree with that one. I'll give him that one. But at 6'11", Tim Duncan is better than Kevin Durant, who's not on this list, by the way. Um, Kevin Durant. Kevin Garnett, who has one ring, yes, and an MVP. But Tim Duncan has what two MVPs, three Finals MVPs, and a uh and um buzzer all star selections, obviously, um, five time champion. Man, see, look at me, I'm over here kind of mad, but then like, now I think about it, I'm like, it makes sense because it's Tim Duncan, like he is the all time greatest power forward. But like, Kevin Durant is not on this list. Because of Tim Duncan, like okay, I get it. But Tim Duncan, no KD. No, I mean, I'm 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 just I'm just biased. I mean, I've watched Tim Duncan before and I've seen him play. I started watching basketball when when LeBron got in the league, so about 2004. Um, so I was Duncan's like seventh year in in the league. So he was still but he was still young. He was about um, 27, 28. So I mean those those were his prime years and you think about it you just you just i mean as a millennial or not a, i'm i'm I'm, a, I'm generation x or generation z or whatever it is um i i i came in you know watching the game you know so kevin durant came in 3 years after lebron came in um so there was going you know they there they were the two two top players coming up lebron and kd and then it became LeBron's league, and then you know Kevin Durant started you know making his own way. But I mean, I just I'm I'm just not okay with not having Kevin Durant on this list. It's crazy to me. It just doesn't make sense. But we'll move on. We'll talk about it after again. I still want to address the Isaiah Thomas thing. Um, Hakeem Olajuwon is the goat at seven foot. Shout out another Rocket. Um. See this one. This one is tough. Well, not this one. I guess we'll go to the next one because it's tough because it's so so many players at the at this position who are just so dominant. I mean, Hakeem seven foot. I mean, I think Patrick Ewing was six ten and six eleven six or six eleven. Um, so you can't really put him over or Tim Duncan. But Patrick Ewing is an all time great. Um, I mean David Robinson. Is a monster. I, I'm. I'm pretty sure he has more championships than Hakeem. I think Hakeem has an MVP though and a Defensive Player of the Year award. Um, I think he has multiple of one of those awards or whatever. I don't think MVP though. Um, and I think he scored more than David Robinson. Um, all time. Uh, this David Robinson was a beast. He, he, he could snatch the ball off the rim, juggle the length of the court. Was just super swole. Nobody could guard the man. I, he is the only player to put up, and I'm about to butcher this because I don't have the stats or anything, but I think he's the only player to ever put up a, like a uh, either a quadruple double, I'm lying, or like he had a 50 50 game or something like that, or a 40 40 game or 40 20 or something. Like he, he had one of the most ridiculous stat lines ever recorded. In basketball, um, I think this was before Tim Duncan got there, um, and David Robinson was a monster, man. I don't, I don't, I mean, like I said, I'm a Rockets fan, so Hakeem Olajuwon, Hakeem Dreams, my all time favorite center, um, not just because I'm a Rockets fan, but I definitely have watched um, like highlight to him, and you know, centers go to Hakeem, not even just centers, guards and. And, and and forwards and all players go to Hakeem to ask for his footwork techniques, to ask how to use his footwork. Like you don't ask Shaq, like you don't you no one hits up Shaq like Ayo Shaq, can I get some footwork lessons? Uh Ayo Kareem, can I get some footwork lessons? Like Hakeem by four had the best footwork of all time. There ain't nobody ever not even Tim Duncan Hakeem had the best footwork of any post player to ever play the game, even any guard. I mean, Michael and Kobe. his Hakeem's footwork was ridiculous. And I've seen highlights and stuff like that. So seven foot, yeah, I can give it to Hakeem. I'm I'm Dave Robinson was pretty beast. Was pretty, was a, I'm sorry. He was a beast for sure. Um, but and then here it goes. Last one, seven foot and over. The GOAT for that one, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, I can't be mad at that, but I just just hate the fact that there's no, like, Dirk or there's no Shaq or there's no, I mean, Yao Ming doesn't really count, but Yao Ming is for sure a Hall of Fame center and was a great, but seven foot and up to the all-time leading scorer of the NBA, five-time. Champion, I'd say. I think, uh, I think four or five time All Star, um, I mean All Star. I'm sorry, uh, MVP, uh, Finals MVP, I believe, two time, other or once. Uh, but Kareem, and look at me forgetting about Wilt, like the all time uh, record holder for most points scored in the game, like so seven foot and over. Went to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Not mad at that, but I am mad that there are so many great players that are left off this this list that are so deserving of the spots of this that these experts, so called, are saying. And let me just go all the way back and just repeat my issue with the list in regards to Isaiah Thomas. Uh, I don't. At six foot, man, hold on. I, Because I don't, at six foot and, and under, because apparently Isaiah Thomas is six foot. Um, So at six foot and under, they could have just said 5'11". I don't know why they didn't, they didn't say 5'11 and down. Because if six foot was Allen Iverson, then why is six foot and under Isaiah Thomas? It should just been like Allen Iverson and that's it. But Isaiah Thomas had to be the representative for the shorter guys or whatever. I'm about to look up. I'm looking up Isaiah Thomas right now, the Hall of Fame, Isaiah Thomas. He was 6'1". Ooh, over John – oh, wow. Isaiah Thomas – John Stockton over Isaiah Thomas. Hmm, that's crazy. See, that's crazy. Now, that one – okay, I can argue that one. Isaiah Thomas should have been over John Stockton. Ain't no way that a guy who won a championship – um and not nah, two championships and was a dog on the court and I think was considered one of the all-time best like ball handlers of this game and Defenders at his height uh does not get the nod over John Stockton you guys are crazy I'm about to look up Chris Paul for a minute Chris Paul Chris Paul's height I just want I just want to see Chris Paul is six. Foot one apparently, which is, I think still I think I think he's I, I had a friend I have a friend um who played for uh, UNLV Runner Rebels um, women's basketball team. Her name is Amy Calloway. Shout out Amy. Um, she took a picture with Chris Paul standing right next to her. Amy is about six one six two. Chris Paul, his I think Chris Paul's head was either at her neck or at her shoulder. So that's about six. That that's that's about two inches less than what Amy was. So Chris Paul, I mean his shoes might be six one, but I think Chris Paul without shoes on is six foot. And there's no way Isaiah Thomas, who had two great, I'll give him that, two great seasons of of um of play in his career should be over Chris Paul, who I'm pretty sure is six foot is short six foot. One of the shorter guys knows how to use his body really well. And I mean, what nine, 10 time all 10 time all star after, I think after this year, um, resurrected his career with, with the, with OKC. I mean, he's 35. So um, he has a couple of years left, but, uh yeah resurrected his career with OKC he's a, he's he's a killer that that 07 08 season with the hornets where he literally led them to the second seed of the playoffs or second seed um in the west in a really tough western conference still um he was the runner up for the mvp which that year I'm I I still think he should have won it I'm I I know Kobe deserved getting an mvp once, at least once in his career, but not that season. I thought Chris Paul was a monster, and with no other All Stars. I mean, Kobe had Paul Pal Gasol and Lamar Odom coming off the bench, and and a, and solid role players around him. Chris Paul had Tyson Chandler and David. Okay, David West, but David West, Paul Gasol. Like, come on now, like comparison, what? Come on now, um, David West, Paul Gasol. Like, come on now, Paul Gasol, seven footer that was not on the list. Um. Anyway. Um. But yeah, like that year, that oh seven oh eight year, where where Chris Paul was the runner up, I thought he should have won it. Um. But I think Isaiah Thomas, his highest um candidacy or candidacy rank for the MVP was was third. So he was third on the list. Um. He was still behind. Um. So looking at oh, we're looking at sixteen, seventeen. He was still behind, like. The eventual winner, um, Westbrook. Uh, Westbrook was the eventual winner. It was neck and neck between Westbrook and Harden. So it was Harden, Westbrook, Harden, and then, um, yeah, Isaiah Thomas. And then I'm pretty sure it rounded out like LeBron, and KD, who are still, you know, doing their things, obviously. But, yeah, Chris Paul, man, is about six foot. He's short. And there's no way Isaiah Thomas should have been the representative for people six foot and under for for guards. Like, I mean, that, that makes no sense to me. So I saw, yeah, the list this morning, it was more so, I don't, I mean, this these are, Blue Reporter are a bunch of, you know, guys who, you know, are um, sports analysts. They're certified sports analysts, official sports analysts and stuff like that. So they, you know, do their they do their homework. They study up. They they look at film. They look at players and their and their resumes and all that stuff. And they come to their conclusions and they come out with lists like this. And I just didn't agree with a couple of them. And then there are some. I mean, there's obviously some on here that, um, that that you heard. Like I was okay with it, but the fact that X, Y, and Z player was left off or so and so player was left off. It just, it's crazy. I mean, there's so many greats that aren't on this list. It's just, it just sucks. But that was, that was, uh, that was an interesting, interesting post this morning by Bleacher Report. Um, and I was very much, uh, confused on that one. There was another post like, like a month, not a month ago, I guess a couple of weeks ago, a very long time ago. It was, a. Uh, the, the the top ten players to ever play the game list, um, or it was it was a top like fifty players to ever play the game as of right like currently and now, and um, ended up being like Michael at at one, LeBron at two, um, Larry Bird wasn't on this list by the way, so I I feel like if anything Larry Bird who was six eight should have been over Scotty that'd have been a good one. That that that'd, that'd have made sense to me. I wouldn't have been mad about that one. Um yeah LeBron was two. I think Kobe was like at nine or something. Wilt was at six Shaq no Shaq was at nine. I think Kobe was ahead of Shaq. So at eight and then somebody it was crazy. It was just a weird list and they and they knew that the the, uh, the it, was, it was a Bleacher Report list or a post, so Bleacher Report knew that we were going to argue about that because there was no way that there were some players on that list that are better that shouldn't have been in the top 10 that was selected or whatever. They had Kevin Durant at like 14 or something or whatever, or 13 or something, 14 or 13, and they had Steph over KD. And I was just like, no way no no knowledgeable basketball player unless you're a hardcore Steph fan or just um a biased person are going to is going to put Kevin Durant a 7-foot guard um over Steph Curry as an all-time great. Like they that at that point was more so Steph has 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 one more ring than KD and one more MVP, so we'll put him over uh We'll put him over KD, which made no sense because, I mean, you got, there were guys, I think, in the top 10 who I don't even think had two rings or whatever yet, or maybe had, like, three or whatever. KD has two, and, I mean, he's still a scoring champion, an MVP, um, All-NBA uh, performer, but the fact that Steph was over him, I think that was more so... Of, he has one more MvP and one more like ring over him. But skill-wise, like greatest player of all time, like, like, I mean, deadly too. Like, there's no way Kevin Durant should have been behind Steph Curry. That was a list that was BJ Report posted. I was really hot about that list. But in any case, they be they be posting stuff just just so we can argue, I'm telling you. Just so we can like disagree, get mad at them blow up they blow up they the comments all that stuff it's just it's just crazy but we'll move on man that was that was what bothered me this morning that was just really like a crazy post about the 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 goat at each height award basically um, but in some breaking news um, out of the NFL we have um, New York Jets, the New York J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. If you're a Jets fan, I feel really bad for you, man. I don't know why. Y'all y'all just – I'm a Raiders fan, so I have really no point in talking. I mean, we the last time we made the playoffs was 2016. Um, we had a 12-4 record. Derek Carr got hurt before the playoffs, um, so we didn't get very far. Derek Carr would have won the MVP had he not got hurt. Um, but in any case, um, Jets fans, man – Y'all just really terrible, bruh. The last time y'all were relevant was Mark Sanchez's two first two seasons under center as the quarterback, and that was it. They didn't make the playoffs after that. Mark Sanchez fell out the league, bounced around a little bit and fell out the league. He had a first, he had a couple – I mean, he was definitely deserving of that, of that number six overall pick um, back in, I think, 2010 or whatever, um, whenever they drafted him. Because uh, the first year they went like 11-5 and five or something. Um, and he had, um, they had a nice little like running game for him. He had a pretty, pretty, some pretty good receivers to throw to. Their defense was what was really what they were known for. I mean, um, uh, they had uh Rex Ryan as their uh, head coach and the defensive coordinator, and I mean, you had Revis Island lockup, um, but. Yeah, they made it to the AFC Championship game his first year. I think they went 11-5. and five. In the second year, I think they went like 9-7 and seven or something. Still made the playoffs. Still made it to the AFC Championship game. And after that, it was a wrap. Mark Sanchez's career was over. Blah, blah, blah. And then a couple of years, just being trash, being trash, trying to find uh, quarterbacks. Geno Smith was not uh, a, a great predecessor or a great successor. Um there was nobody they could find. They get Sam Darnold. I think Sam Darnold after what two seasons now? Well, that was very loud. I hope you all didn't hear that. Um, I think uh, Sam Darnold after two NFL seasons um, will be. I, I think he's going to end up eventually being you know the guy that they selected you know the third overall pick um, should have been the first overall pick but um, he he's going to be good he's going to be he's going to be solid. Um, but man, they get Le'Veon Bell. Um, Robbie Anderson is not a bad receiver. Quincy Anua and Jameson Crowder are pretty good targets as well. Um, and then they get they I mean they get Le'Veon Bell, who's a really good running back, one of the best running backs in the league. Um, don't really do too much in this year. They had a really bad season, kind of starting off, especially because Sam Darnold got hurt. But uh, now you know, in like, like I said, breaking news. Uh, again my, I got my news from Bleacher Report. Um they're all pro um safety. Jamal Adams, the number six pick, I think back in um 2015 or 14. No, fifteen or sixteen was one of those. Um they're all, all pro safety. Um and if you don't remember Jamal Adams, if you saw that viral clip of uh, uh of one of the Pro Bowls, Jamal Jamal Adams was the one who, uh, tackled the Patriot mascot, because um, they made it to the Pro Bowl or they they made it to the Super Bowl that year. Um, I think it was the the Rams and Patriots Super Bowl that year. Um, he tackled, uh, the the Patriots mascot at the at the, at, uh, the Hawaii Pro Bowl or whatever, and uh, it went viral, and I think the guy in the suit um um tried to file like or a, like uh uh a report or whatever like try to sue or something like that or whatever i don't know it was a whole thing but if if you remember that viral clip that was Jamal Adams who like secretly like s- snuck in and tackled the uh patriots mascot but um the hard hitting very very talented very just a good cover uh safety um one of the best i think I think the best strong safety in the NFL um, because he can cover um, tight ends and and receivers and and blitz very well and and reads of the defense really well. Their best defender, for sure, by far, the Jets' best defender, is requested a trade uh, just a couple of hours ago. Not even, this is about an hour ago. Um, He is looking to go to these particular teams uh, according to um, or via the NFL, um, via Adam Schefter, who is one of the bigger NFL um, analysts. Um, Jamal Adams wants to go to the Ravens, the Cowboys, the Texans, the Chiefs, the Eagles, the Niners, and the Seahawks. I'm going to say that list again. The Ravens, uh Hall, Hall of Fame, look at me. Uh all-pro quarterback who nobody expected he was going to be that great. Um I didn't I thought he was gonna be decent. I didn't think he was gonna be all world like he was. Um the Cowboys who at the trade deadline were like the 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 hot the hot team that were supposed to get him, I guess. Um the Texans, who definitely need another defender behind JJ Watt because um, that defense does need some help. The Chiefs, uh, they just came off a Super Bowl win. You got a quarterback who's not even in his prime yet. He's only 24. Uh, took out one of the best defensive teams um, to ever pu- uh, one of the best defensive teams um, in the 49ers um, in the Super Bowl. You got... Uh so him and Tyron Matthew in the in the oh my goodness him and the honey badger, that's crazy. Um and the Ravens too, the Ravens. So him and him and Earl Thomas in the backfield, like that's yeah, crazy. Um the Eagles. Uh the Eagles just stacked up on everything. They I mean, I think the only thing they're lacking right now is a really like all pro running back. Miles Sanders is okay. Um, I think they they lost Brennan or they lost their one of their 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 Pro Bowl um lineman to an Achilles tear, so I mean they're going to be hurt a little bit, but they retained Deshaun Jackson. You know they got a really good receiver in Jalen Rager, um, Alshon Jeffrey still there. I mean Zach Ertz is still a problem. Dallas Goddard still got a pretty solid defensive line. Fletcher Cox is a monster on on the on the uh, D line. They got the big name in free agency, Darius Slay the corner, um, Nikhil Robbie Coleman. Um, if y'all don't know him, that's the corner that went, you know, viral um, for that uh no pass interference call against the Saints in the NFC Championship game, um, the Rams versus the Rams versus the Saints. I mean, uh, the the corner that hit the receiver that everybody thought should have been a play or should have been a, a, a um pass interference, which it should have been. Um, but that was that that was that corner. He's on the Eagles now. Uh, they got um, a pretty good uh, safety in Will Parks um, from the Broncos. But you throw in Jamal Adams to that team, to that Eagles team, they're going back to the Super Bowl if Carson Wentz can stay, remain healthy. Um, they drafted Jalen Hurts, which is cool. I enjoyed you know Jalen going somewhere. He deserved it, um, being picked that high. Uh, I think he went third round, or no, second round, um, and got picked. Happy for him. Um, so the Eagles and the 49ers. So you throw in Jamal Adams with a guy like Jimmy Ward, pretty good. Uh, J- uh Tart, um, their strong safety right now, pretty good. Obviously, Richard Sherman, and then that D-line, the best D-line in football, no question. Um, and then Fred Warner and a pretty solid linebacker core. You throw in Jamal Adams to that secondary. Oh my goodness! And then the Seahawks. Um, I mean, they've they haven't had a they haven't had a solid defense since. I mean, since their defense left. I mean, they still have Bobby Wagner, uh, KJ Wright, uh, Michael Kendricks. Um, I mean, their corners are suspect or whatever. Uh, Sha- Shaquille Griffin's is not too bad. Um, they have Quandry Diggs, the former Lions safety. They traded the Lions traded him away because they didn't like his production with the Lions, but he found a home in the Seattle. And they don't really have a, a, a strong safety, so you throw in Jamal Adams to that team, and and psh, man, but uh, his list of teams that he would that he would that he would welcome a trade to. I mean, that's not bad. Like I said, you you throw him on the Ravens. That is crazy. Him and Ed Reed. Ed Reed, look at me. Him and, and Earl Thomas in that secondary with Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters, two Pro Bowl cornerbacks, um, and Matt Judon, a Pro Bowl linebacker, Patrick Queen, their 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 first round pick, um, out of LSU, they're gonna be that defense is gonna be Tough to beat. Uh, it'll have like, and their offense is already was already their main, uh, like their main thing. Everyone knew the Ravens this season because of their offense, because Lamar Jackson obviously. So you got to stop them, Lamar, Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins out of Ohio State, who they drafted, uh, Hollywood Brown, Willie Sneed. Um, uh, I'm, I'm I'm blanking on the tight end's name, but he was a Pro Bowler. Um, they have a solid O-line that can't really get to Mark Ingram or Lamar Jackson. So you throw in Jamal Adams to the Ravens, that's a wrap. They're winning the Super Bowl. I, th- I mean, I think they're they're going to make it uh, this year. I think Lamar Jackson is going to get out of that, that playoff funk. He's going to play in the playoffs how he does in the regular season. He's not going to be like a Peyton Manning or anything. He's going to ball out in the playoffs. And you throw the best safety Best strong safety in the NFL on that team, uh, to, um, to side by side with Earl Thomas. We all know Earl Thomas is a beast. Um, one of the former Seahawks free safety, um, and one of the, uh, the, the head. I I guess the head of the Legion of Boom, um, back in that them, those Seahawks days. Uh, that'd be crazy. Uh, so if the, if the Ravens could pull that off, that'd be that'd be something special. Um, I don't know why he, I don't know why he didn't put the Raiders on this list, man. The Raiders we we definitely need some some safety help, um, or secondary help. And Jamal Adams to the Raiders, I mean, come on now, come to, come to Las Vegas, bro. We have a lot to offer. Um, but that was reported today. Jamal Adams requesting a trade from New York to wherever. And I mean. All those teams, I think... I mean, they're not... They're, all those teams are playoff teams, um, so they wouldn't really have a lot to offer, um, I mean, besides maybe a first-round pick, if they decide to give up a first-round pick for Jamal Adams. Um, the Jets are probably going to be terrible this season again, uh, especially if Jamal Adams is not there playing. So they're going to get you know their top five or six pick or whatever, and then they're going to have the another first round pick for Jamal Adams or another second round pick or or they might you know some teams might package a couple for a couple like second round third round picks or whatever and get Jamal Adams but for him to 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 go to these teams they're all playoff teams so I mean the Jets are probably thinking you know we want to get you know uh, we want to change you to a team where we'll for sure get like a, another top you know eight pick or whatever top 10 pick. And then maybe who knows? Get that pick, and then get their own pick, uh, package that into a deal and trade it out to some teams and get back some some help on the defensive side of the ball because that's what's really been struggling for the Jets. The Jets' defense was porous this year, very terrible. Top or bottom twenty? Um, I mean, Jamal Adams, again, like I said, was their best is their best defender. Um, so you get rid of him. And you really have nobody in that secondary, and I think that's what they need to. That's what the 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 the, the Jets need to focus on uh, in regards to trading Jamal Adams away. Who can we get back? If we can get a player back, if we can get a, a pick back, so we can draft a player. There's some there's some really solid uh, college football players um, on the defensive side coming into the coming into the draft next year. So they can always just wait. Um, Sam Darnold again is only is gonna be in his third season. So they don't they have a lot of time, you know, to wait. They have a Le'Veon bell though, so if they can, you know, trade him off too and get some pieces back or whatever. Um they're just in a they're, that team just is, is in a rebuild mode and you would think that adding Le'Veon would have helped this season. They didn't expect Sam Darnold to get hurt in the first six weeks of the season, so you don't ever expect that really, but um they need a lot of help and i think trading away the best one of the best safeties in this league could definitely help them, you know, get some uh get some some solid pieces or whatever back, some draft picks, a player, whatever. They need something. But yeah, Jamal Adams, New York Jets, asking for a trade. He's out of here. Definitely going to be out of here. Um there was one that to gets to. I've already talked for 56 minutes, y'all. Y'all been hearing me jab up about, about rankings and basketball and Jamal Adams and stuff. I was gonna talk about uh the Colin Kaepernick thing. Um is Cap back? Um, we don't know. Um the NFL Roger Goodell came out and said, you know, we basically not verbatim, but basically we misunderstood the, the, his kneeling back in 2016, blah, blah, blah. And we're sorry for for questioning what you were doing. Now we see what you did was right and what you were fighting for. You're welcome to come back. I, I uh, am not going to stop any team from wanting to sign you, blah, blah, blah. So in any case, Colin Kaepernick could possibly make his NFL return, Um, Is most likely going to be a backup, but ain't no way that a lot of these teams who had really bad years this past season uh, or didn't have a solid backup quarterback um, don't need Colin Kaepernick. There are players that were getting signed as backup quarterbacks that had no business being a backup quarterback, knowing that Colin Kaepernick was out there on the market. There are teams that have starting quarterbacks um, who had no business being the starting quarterback. He could have been the quarterback for the Dolphins this year. I mean, they wouldn't have got Tua. We don't know how Tua's going to be, but in any case, he could have been the, the starter for, for the Dolphins. Um, for the Bengals, they didn't really mess with Andy Dalton after a while. He could have been the starter for the Bears um, once Mitch Trubisky kept getting hurt. Um, the Vikings... Not the Viking. They made the bottom line. They made the playoffs. Um, he could have been for the Steelers. You're telling me Mason Rudolph is a better quarterback than Colin Kaepernick? All right. Um, shoot for the Jets. Sam Darnold was hurt. You could have had could have thrown in Colin Kaepernick in there. Um, who who else? The Jacksonville Jaguars. They 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 they, they were looking for. Nick Foles got hurt. Gardner Mitchell came in. Had a really solid. Um really solid uh start to his career. I think he threw 13 touchdowns compared to four uh interceptions. That's pretty good. Um I mean the Bucks could have used him. If they weren't really messing with Jameis like that. Um the Panthers, come on, they they weren't even messing with Cam Newton. You telling me Cam, you telling me Colin Kaepernick's better than not better than um Kyle Allen? Um <laughs> Um, the, uh, not the Redskins, but I mean, they could have used him if they wanted to, but they, they, were, they were waiting for Dwayne Haskins. He, it, my point is, he could have played, he could have been the starting quarterback or a backup quarterback for any of these teams out here and because of, you know, his stance and people being ignorant and not understanding what he was kneeling for, he was blackballed out of the NFL and he potentially can make a comeback. But Like I said, it is now 59 minutes. I've been talking way too much. And Colin Kaepernick will be the first thing I talk about in my next episode. So like I said, man, I am iTunes official now. Check me out on iTunes. Um, Y'all go do that because I'm really out here now. Got the logo and everything. KJ's Corner. Just look that up on the podcast. Go on the podcast. Look up KJ's corner corner with a k you'll see me there i'm on there and like i said man uh i appreciate y'all for listening i'm on soundcloud too look that up um next episode we'll talk about colin kaepernick and we'll dive into any other sports stuff that uh has been happening or occurring or that just you know piques my interest but we will head out of here appreciate y'all for listening um subscribe whatever do whatever y'all are supposed to be doing that people say i will catch y'all later thank you for listening